the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's calling, wake up, child. It's your time to shine. You were born for such a time and Such a time as Mohammed is not God. Allah is not God. Joseph Smith is not God. Brigham Young is not God. The papacy is not God. The Pope is not God. The founder of Jehovah Witness is not God. There is no other God but Christ Jesus. There is only one true and living God. And you can say that with the authority of God's word. So be careful where your heart's looking. It has to be looking for the one true and living God. That God that Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the only source of spiritual life. Thank you for joining us here at Westside Christian Fellowship, located in Leona Valley, California, one hour north of Los Angeles. Today's message on Regaining Lost Ground is a special message titled, Keys to Restoring Spiritual Passion, from God's living word in Isaiah 64, 1 through 2. O God, that you would rend the heavens, that you would come down, that the mountains might shake at your presence, as fire burns brushwood, as fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries, that the nations may tremble at your presence. Pastor Shane boldly encourages every believer to throw off sin's stronghold and fall on our face before God today. Draw closer to our loving Savior, seeking holiness and righteousness found only through Jesus Christ. You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Eidelman. Oh yeah, tough guys just look at porn and drink alcohol and can't keep their marriage together. That's what tough guys do. We need to redefine our definition of a tough guy, fellas. A tough guy can handle the weight of adversity, lead his family through this crisis, be loyal to one woman, get his life in order, financially steward his investments, get rid of those people who are pulling him down, tell him to hit the road, Jack, don't ever come back. I don't have time for this. Listen, we don't have time for games in these, in this, in these dire times. Someone's either building you up or they're pulling you down. And then, of course, that led me into the next point. Passion killers is they're worried about their appearance. And I won't talk a lot about that because I just did. They, they didn't want to look different. They didn't want to look different. And we all struggle with that. Some, maybe some of you don't. But when I get on an airplane, sit next to somebody, I had to hope the conversation doesn't go to where I, what I do. <laughs> just want to get to where I'm going. What do you do? Oh. I mean, you knew, like, pastors were respected 30, 40 years ago. Today... This is mocked and oh, you believe in that oh, and and just the appearance to others, and and they didn't want to look different than the crowd, and that will that will zap your passion because actually you're supposed to look different. We sang that song 
You are holy. From the prophet Isaiah, in the, king, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. The train of His robe filled the entire temple. And, 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 the, and the angels, the seraphim, were, were holding their, their, their eyes and, and flying and covering their feet. And, and, and they were crying, holy, holy, holy is our God. And He said, he said I, I, I can't even see you. I can't even look at a holy God. My lips are unclean and I dwell among a people who are also unclean. We are so sinful, God. He says, don't worry, I touched the, your, the, your lips with the coals and wiped away that iniquity. That holy, you're called to be holy. So I, I, I realized a while ago, I'm going to look different. I'm going to look different. Come out from among them and be separate. You're distinct. You look like you, you, you have, to, you, you look like you're different. And many times, especially young pastors, they, they have to, they have to just look exactly like who they're ministering to. And be it's the same music, same same TV shows, same everything. No, it's okay to be a little bit different and say, "Here's why I'm different." Here, here's 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 why Christ has made a difference. Now you don't have to dress like the 1970s, 70s, but please get something different than skinny jeans. Can we? Okay, I'm trying to be serious here. But you know what that craze is, is? Is wanting to look hip, wanting to look like the culture, wanting to. I remember a uh, youth pastor at a church over the hill um, many, 20 years ago or so, right when I met my or maybe less than that, I met my wife. And, and uh, I asked, he's like watching all these movies that are, are and, with, and posting it. I don't, back then, what do you do? He, he, he encouraged the, you know, for movie night or something. I asked him, what? What are you doing? I mean, you're, you're preaching, you're a youth pastor, and this, isn't this influencing you? And, and he said, bro, i got to watch what they're watching. I said, no, you don't. I have to watch what they're watching so I can relate to them. No, you don't. I think you enjoy it, number one. I think that's an excuse. And you don't have to watch what they're watching to relate to them. You relate to them by being different and talking about holiness and how it's made a difference in your life. And because of this holy standard, I'm not, I'm not weird. I'm filled with God's Spirit. There's a difference there. And see, when we make choices like that, oh, you don't watch certain movies or you don't do this, or you don't do this, it's not because I'm trying to be prude and weird. I want the fullness of God and I want the presence of God in my life. Listen, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't start this church to play church. I want to meet the living God. If, if I can't feel the presence and power of God, I don't want to have anything to do with religion. We, we can join a social club. I can spend my time doing something else, but I want the power of God to fall upon our lives where we are radically changed and we are set free and you gotta look different. You have to look different. There's a holiness about you. There's a holy standard. You ever see people and they have a glow about them? That's why the Bible says, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Oh, there's something, the sweet-smelling aroma of holiness to Christ when he sees his children broken and humble and saying, I want this sin out of my life. I don't want to look at this junk. I want to be used by you, Holy Spirit, and I'm going to fight for it. I'm going to contend for it. God fills that person with his spirit. Passion killers. And the final one, delayed and depleted. When I'm delayed and depleted. In other words, when God is not moving on my, my time clock. 
I struggle so often with what to share, what not to share, because you know, you, trans, being transparent is good, but being too transparent is not good, because then people have things to get you later. Oh, trust me, I've had things come back to get me later. Right? Pastor, you don't drink coffee? I saw you at Starbucks. <laughs> whoa, whoa, what? And then every store I go to, what are you buying? What's your groceries? Oh, what is that? What's that? Delayed and depleted. We started this church 12 years ago, September. There's not many of us left here. Hopefully I can honor those individuals that are on our anniversary in September. But what you're experiencing tonight, this worship, I mean, can you feel the presence of God? It's, 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 you can't make it up. You, you can't make it up. You can't market it. God begins to fall on a humble, broken church and a congregation. But how many years did we pray for this? Pray for this. Lord, what's taking so long? What's taking so long? One worship leader, maybe. Nobody was excited, or a few people were. Just like, where's this revival atmosphere, God, that you've put on my heart? And I would lose my passion. You know how many times I thought about quitting? Seriously, quitting. Because this is, this is not what you, we talked about. I've explained before, our opening night, we had 200 people. And by six months, I preached it down to 52. <laughs> this is not what I thought. And I learned, and it was a process because I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to lead this type of, of, of movement. And God was breaking me. And the reason I talk a lot about you know, those, those Pharisees, modern day Pharisees, is because something I noticed the first couple years is I was, I was preaching. I mean, there's not much difference. You can go back and listen. But there was an, there was an element of, of love and brokenness and humility that was missing. And so as a result, you draw what you preach. And so I've never seen more hard-hearted people in all of my life. We just love the truth. We just love the truth. Why are you so mean? And they're mad at their next church. And but we love this church. You have the truth. And guess what? Guess who they're mad at in six months? Because you don't correct that problem at your last church, it's going to follow you. Sometimes I, I talk to people, you know, well, we've, been, we've tried five churches. And I'm like, well, could you, do you ever look in the mirror? It might not be the church. It might be some, some personal issues. So I was, I was depleted. I know it took a toll on our marriage. My, Morgan talked about in her testimony. You know, she wanted to give up as well. It just seemed like you're, you ever, you ever just like you're ah, going through the motions. Nothing's, nothing's really, um, Nothing's clicking. Nothing's hitting. And so my passion began to, to fade. And that's really when I was introduced to and I started to, to fast. 
And that ignited a passion in me again because I began to starve the flesh and focus. Just, Lord, if if I just stay here, if this is where You have me, then, then I will, that will, we will see that through. And then God started to renew that passion. And what happens when you're delayed is that, I like all these words that start with D-E. Delayed, depleted, de-energized, depressed, discouraged, disheartened. It's like you're, it's pushing you down. And if something is being delayed, you can lose your passion. And you get angry at God. Anybody been praying for something that's taken longer than you thought? God, what are you doing here? And we begin to lose our passion. We begin to lose our zeal. But you have to remember, every author of the Bible just about went through seasons like that. That's why David would write, strengthen yourself in the Lord. And that's what I want to help you with tonight. Psalm 42, we'll put up on the screen. This is such an important passage. I would say this is up there at the top for encouragement for me. Think of the psalmist. He's not feeling this way. But what's he going to say? As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you. Oh God, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before my God? Wait a minute, what's wrong with this guy? My tears have been my food day and night? He's depressed. He's going through a very difficult season. They continually say to me, where is your God? Where is your God in this moment of darkness? Where is your God during this discouragement? Does the enemy ever taunt you with those thoughts? Where is your God now? I look at the legislation getting ready to be passed in California to abort children after they're born. And I say, Lord, where is our God? Where is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Where is the God who says that you are shedding of the innocent blood? Where is the God who says seven things does the Lord hate? I hate a lying tongue, mouth that, 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 that spreads lies, and one who sows discord among the brethren. And I hate the hands that shed innocent blood. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Where is that God? And you get discouraged. Lord, how can they do this in your place? How can they do this? A nation that was initially built on God's Word. And when I remember these things, I pour out my soul within me. For I used to go with the multitude, and I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept a pilgrim's feast. So this could be the author is in hiding or the enemy's after him. Well, I remember going to the temple. I remember the fellowship. And so if those are passion killers we talked about, I'm just going to not go too long, but I'm going to tell you how to rebuild that passion. Anybody want to experience that? Well, let me tell you if you need this message. Again, back to that question earlier. Are you a lover of His presence or are you bothered by His presence? You like the Word, but you don't like worship. You like arguing, but you don't like this altar. That's a hard, prideful heart. And that has to be crushed in order for you to develop that passion 
So the first point, it has, it, it begins with a desire. It begins with a desire. But Shane, I don't have that desire. It's okay. It's okay. Because it has to begin with a desire. Getting that passion back, you have to at least desire it. I don't desire it. That Lord, something's going on and I, I, I want that, but what's wrong with me? Lord, help me. Pray that. Lord, help me. Give me a desire because I don't have a desire. Lord, help me desire You. You think that's not a prayer God's going to answer? He'll check the sincerity of your heart first. But there's a, there's a, it begins with a desire as the deer pants for the water brooks. Have you ever seen, I used to go elk hunting in Colorado when I was much younger. I became a Christian. I mean, I surrendered my life back to the Lord and on fire for God. Now I didn't like to shoot animals. So uh, not saying it's wrong or right. You know, there's, but I'm just saying like my heart changed in that. But we would watch. You could watch the, the doe or the buck and, 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 and you could see. And, and when, they're, when, they're, when they're looking for like that's they have to find that water. There's, they're getting ready. to. There's dehydration and they're, they're walking around looking as that. He, I, th- there's only one source of life. And if I don't find that source of life, I will die. I have to find this. Nothing else is on my agenda. I don't want berries from the tree. I, I don't want to lay down. I, I, he pants. There's a, they make a noise. That it, it's like a breathing. You can look, especially the bucks. If you see them in the cold, that, 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 uh, the, the air goes out of their nostrils when it's cold. And they're panting and they're looking for that brook. And he says, as that deer pants for the water brook, what? My soul, God, pants for you. I don't feel it necessarily, but Lord, I'm going to put my soul into your hands. And I'm going to, I'm going to look for you until I find you. And oh, now I think of a verse he who seeks me will find me and when you seek me with all of your heart you will find me and the more I seek him the more I love him and the more I love him the more I seek him it's an ender it's an ever-ending cycle of seeking and finding and holding on to and then then going hard after God the deer as a deer pants my soul thirsts for God for the living God this deer was looking until he finds it. Is that you? Look until you find it. How many people? I came Monday night. I didn't realize I didn't find anything. You might not get your breakthrough till Sunday night when we have worship on the speakers that night or Saturday night. Or Thursday, it's a seeking and it's, 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 a, it's a yearning for God. It's, it's I'm going to find it. Who, can you imagine? You said, God, I'm going to encounter you and seek you until I find you and encounter you. I, no matter what the cost. It's interesting here. My soul thirsts for God. And in case you're confused, the living God. There is no other God but the Lord Jesus Christ. Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Christ is Lord. Muhammad is not God. Allah is not God. Joseph Smith is not God. Brigham Young is not God. The papacy is not God. The Pope is not God. The founder of Jehovah Witness is not God. There is no other God but Christ Jesus. There is only one true and living God. And you can say that with the authority of God's Word. So be careful where your heart's looking. It has to be looking for the one true and living God. That God that Jesus said, 
I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the only source of spiritual life. If you want to get to the Father, you have to go through me. The, the one, there, there is no other path. Two plus two will never equal five. Isn't it interesting how people have, have no problem with, with mathematical truth or gravity? Go jump off the balcony. See what happens. No, don't do that. But, but when it comes to absolute moral truth, that's where many have a problem. And do you know why they do? I want to do what I want, when I want, to who I want, how I want, without anyone telling me what to do. I want to embrace this gender. I want to embrace this lifestyle. Who are you to tell me what to do? I don't want there to be a God. I am God. They have a problem with moral absolute truth. And then to build the passion, also like we find here, followed by expectation. There's an expectation. When shall I come and appear before God? When shall I come and appear before God? And, and, and there's an expectation. Lord, when are you going to, to fill me with your spirit again? When am I? I can't wait to get to church. I can't wait to get up tomorrow morning and put on worship. I can't wait to get into my word instead of the media. I, 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 I'm built. There's, a, there's an expectation. When you build that expectation, don't you love the fulfillment of that? You, you start to think your, 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 spouse, your spouse plants the seed in your mind. Hey, I think Chick-fil-A's open later. Expectation. Ah, yeah. Maybe two sandwiches this time. And a chocolate shake. And there's an expectation. Why aren't you hungry for God? Where's the expectation for God to fill you? Expect adversity. Expect adversity when you're build when you're trying to when you're trying to develop passion for God, get ready for adversity. Get ready because the enemy does not like that. He think he likes some Christian doing doing witnessing and doing things for him and 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 bringing down the Satan's kingdom of praying for people, praying for healing, praying they be set free. You think the enemy likes that? No, here comes adversity. Here comes adversity. My tears have been my food day and night. I'm going through adversity. And when they continually say to me, where is your God? Fortunately, he didn't cave. He said, I will strengthen myself in the Lord. I will remember. That's why we take communion. We remember the power of the cross. And then remember and return. Remember and return. When I remember these things, What is he remembering? He's remembering how good that God is. Can you get your mind focused how, how, on how good God... Remove the bitterness and the anger and the arrogance and the complaining. Remove that and just remember how good it is, how God is. If it wasn't for the grace of God, there go I. If it wasn't for God to get me up and restore these things and, and keep me somewhat healthy and, and keep this together. And If it wasn't for God, I would not be here today. And you remember, and you strengthen yourself in the Lord. 
And you get that passion back for God. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your time to shine. You born was to town as this. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your time to shine. You born for such a time as this. Such a time. You've been listening to Regaining Lost Ground with Pastor Shane Eidelman. You can find more information at westsidechristianfellowship.org. That's westsidechristianfellowship.org. And for all the latest on what God is doing with His ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. Regaining Lost Ground is sponsored by the generous supporters of the ministries of Westside Christian Fellowship. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.